Welcome back to the Offside Report brought to you by Sportsmates EPL Live app. And we are back for another huge season of the Premier League and just football in general, boys. Um, it promises to be one of the most enthralling, jam-packed, uh, perhaps the most unpredictable uh, season of recent memory and for good reason because there is that small little tournament that's placed right in the heart of the season um, and yeah I think that's just going to cause absolute mayhem uh, and it's going to be exciting to see what happens but for now our attention is solely focused on match week one of the Premier League which kicks off Saturday morning at 5am Australian Eastern Standard Time with Crystal Palace and Arsenal I'm looking forward to it, and so are my two trusty panellists, Mitch Ball and Al Jensen, who once again join me for another season. Boys, welcome back. Al, I'll start with you. Um, you've survived your first season of the Offside Report, so well done. They've extended your contract for another year. Uh, you must be happy, but how have you enjoyed the off-season? Yeah, I was just saying before, uh, I, thanks, Nick. Uh, I miss you guys, even Mitch. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get into some... some some further talk about the coming coming season, but yeah, yes. uh, yeah, it's been been great last year, mm-hmm. and we've got some yeah six weeks off. It's peace in my my house, and I feel for my uh, for yeah. my wife and my kids. You know, it's going to be uh, starting kicking off this weekend. It's going to be a long season, a long season exactly. Yeah, and Mitch, you as well survived your first season of the Offside Report, unlike uh, your trusty Manchester United companion James Zabo. But you Can must we... be happy with how United have. Before perform this pre-season under Ten Hag? It's it's pre-season, so you can't read into it too much. But, you know, I am happy. And I was lucky enough to get down and watch a training session of United's when they were in Melbourne. Yep. And I was very happy with what I saw and the demands that he's put on the team. You know, I spoke about all pretty much all last year saying they need someone that's just not going to take any crap and that's just going to be very strong with what they want. And that's the bar they have to be up to. And mm-hmm. everything that I saw from that session, that's exactly what it was. There was no mixing of feelings there was no oh that's that's okay even though it was rubbish no it was if it was shit it was shit and if you did things right nothing was said because that's what's expected of you as a professional footballer so that's the yeah. bare minimum that you want to see at the Premier League but it's certainly not what United have had in past seasons yeah yeah. I mean you did play Melbourne victory after all but that's anyway, fine we also beat uh, Liverpool but that's okay too that's oh, that, that is true you beat Liverpool's under 17 side but that's what this that's what this episode is all about is predictions and um, we're going to get straight into it um, boys I want to start from the top and I want to know who your champions of this season will be and why who Mitch I reckon you go first because well, I want to I want to listen to the, the right. top six well as you know I, I nailed it last year and I said from the start it was always going to be City and everyone thought <laughs> I was a City fan well, yeah. this year, closet, apparently definitely. I'm a closet Liverpool fan because it's their season to lose. Wow. It's, it is all on them because City have made two, as far as I'm concerned, they've made too many changes. They've lost a lot of their squad depth, which they relied heavily on mm-hmm. with the amount of rotations that uh, Pep would put in. And it's it's going to cost them because, again, Pep is judged on if he wins the Champions League or not. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have the squad to flirt with both competitions anymore. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure and he'll make a decision. And for me, I think he needs to win a Champions League more than he needs to win the Premier League. And for that reason, I think Liverpool, I think you'll do a lot better and you'll you'll start the season stronger and therefore go on and it's going to be in your hands. I like it. I like it from Mitch, something new. But I'm, I'm concerned, as a Liverpool fan, I'm concerned about the Play loss down. of Sadio Mane. That's my only big concern because that is... I mean, almost, if not 20 goals a season gone, uh, his assists, um, just his presence on the field. Is that something you're not... doesn't stress me out too much. I just think 
if you look at other squads and what they've done, I still think they're behind the eight ball in terms of chasing Liverpool and City. So I think I just look at it as a pure fact of, okay, where are those two squads at? And for me, I think Liverpool, just the amount of the less changes. Yeah. So in other words, all they're having to do is teach how to play in the white, how to play in white areas. That's all having to change. And it's not that big of a change in comparison to City going, let's strip all this depth out and now let's try and get all these blokes playing a new style. The Holland, who's not proven. I don't know, you can say the same about um, Nunes, Nunes, but there's a lot more pressure on him, I feel, because he did everything that he did in the Bundesliga and it's how he carries that in. And not saying he can't, but for me, I just think there's a lot, there's a lot more pressure on City to get things right with the amount of changes that they've made and Pep's clearly backing them and could prove prove me well wrong here. But I just think Liverpool have made less changes, therefore they should be able to just carry on what they've got, that momentum that they've already got. And he'll want Klopp's gonna to want to come back and win that Premier League. Yeah. He doesn't have to prove it, he doesn't have to prove it and win a Champions League. All he's gotta do is win the Premier League back and Liverpool fans will love him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we already do love him, but um yeah, you you, you do make a few <laughs> points. Um yeah, and it's hard to disagree with you, to be honest, Mitch. You, you wouldn't disagree, so... No, of course I wouldn't. But Al, do you disagree? Well, it's going to be tw- between those two still, City and Liverpool. Um, and I think I'm actually going to agree with both of you guys and Mitch here. Uh, but I think Liverpool are going to... They'll scrape it this year. Uh, you know, they had a... They were very close last year. Very close to getting the quadruple last year. Mm-hmm. And they got two out of four, didn't they? So uh, I think they... Um, you're saying we've got... Keeping Salah was their number one goal for the summer, and that's what they did. Yeah, now he looks pretty happy in preseason. I mean, if we talk about preseason, it's only preseason, right? Yeah, everyone gets carried away with it, especially those uh, <coughs> North London neighbours of ours. Uh, they won preseason, Arsenal for sure. Uh, but anyway, we're going back to the champions, yeah, Liverpool, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, and that Nunez, he looks pretty, pretty decent as well, decent signing. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll come down to who settles quicker, whether it's going to be Nunes or Haaland. Obviously, I think they're both going to be playing big roles for their new teams. Um, but yeah, for Liverpool, I think I think the World Cup's going to play a big role in this. Um, obviously, it's going to... Uh, yeah, that's four weeks of the World Cup in November, December. Um, and that's going to take a toll on a lot of players. And when you look at Liverpool's squad, they've got... Mo Salah, who's not going to the World Cup, Luis Diaz, Andy Robertson, Naby Keita, and a few other players who I don't think will be first choice for their countries, like Joe Gomez. Oh, Matip doesn't even play for Cameroon. Um, Conate, Firmino, and Fabinho. So um, I think that's a lot of rest for some key players for Liverpool and City. I mean, their, their squad is just... I mean, stacked really, but um, obviously they're, they're all going to be playing integral roles for their country. But yeah, um, it'll all, yeah, like I said, it'll come down to how quickly Harlan's, Harlan settles in. Um, but yeah, I, I'm predicted it'll be a very close title race. But speaking of um, table positions, top six, I want to know. Top six, here we go. Top six, not top four, because obviously there's a lot of teams competing for that top four. So I want to see who just misses out. Who completely uh, drops the ball? So well, second's going to be City, as we all I think we all agree on. Although yeah, that's our top two, effectively, we can all agree on the top two. Yeah. Um, from there, I think it gets a little bit tighter. I, I think Chelsea will be there, and they'll be in third place just with everything that he's done so far. And that in the back end of that season was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's gone out and got the players he wants now, and he's got the players he wants to build around and play football with. So I just think they'll continue going strength from strength. 
I like what Arsenal have done in the window, so therefore they're my they're running out my top four. Yeah, and then I think United and Chelsea, uh, United and Tottenham are your fifth and sixth place in that order. I think United have turned things around that much that they will be a lot stronger than they were last year. Not yeah. enough to mix with those big boys, but I think United and Chelsea, uh, sorry, United and Tottenham are both going to assist each other in terms of we'll drop the games that we shouldn't drop, and we'll drop points in weird places and pick them up in places we shouldn't. Mm. And I think we could be a little bit off the pace in that top four, but. That's I think that's my order. Mm. A lot of things to unpack there, Al. You'd have a few well, things to say about that. Well, I'm quite yeah. I'm surprised with that that prediction. Definitely, the Spurs being six, top six. I still think they'll they'll be in that top four. You know, a lot of people are pushing on to say they'll push on this season. They've got some quality signings. You're one injury away, one Harry Kane injury in the World Cup from not existing. Yeah, that's very true. But we've got we've got Sonny as well. He scores quite a few mm. goals. We've got that's why we got Port Richardson, right? So he can come in, play as a striker, play play um, play in the wing as well. Yeah. So Kulusevski, Kulusevski. We've got that attacking mm. in front. We've got Lucas Moura as well can come in and and you know Harry Kane. We, we miss him for three months every season. Last season he didn't want to play, so you know he didn't start. So it's I still think you know Tottenham will be there. Um, yeah, top two, we spoke about those two, Liverpool, Man City. Yeah. It's between Tottenham and the Gooners, I think, for third and fourth, right? I think it's either either or. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, Arsenal have, have got some good good signings. With Jesus, he's uh, it's, it's, it's a key and he's been scoring for fun again in pre-season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, Tottenham third, Arsenal fourth, right? Yeah. I think we'll still pip him. Uh, but I've got Chelsea's fifth. I think Chelsea, Tuchel's gonna have a he's gonna have a you know a tough time. They were on the on the drop at the end of the last season. Uh I know they they had a lot of issues with mm. new owners coming in, you know, in a in a backroom as well. So I just don't think they've bought that well. Yeah, mm. they've got Sterling. Yeah. Cooler Bali. Cooler Bali's a beast as well. Yeah, uh, but I just don't. You know, they they need to replace that that flop star Lukaku. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have. Yeah, no, it's a good point, and I've in fact actually got the same top six as you. I just realised. Um, yeah, I've got Tottenham in the top three. I think Conte. I just can't see him failing. I can't see him failing. Um, Born winner, right? That's that's right. And I like the signings you brought in um, with Perisic and Vasuma. Um, Richarlison adds that depth, and yeah, I've got Arsenal fourth because. Um, they don't have Champions League to worry about. Mm. Um, and I think yeah. the fixtures are going to get really tight at one point in the season and they're going to benefit from not having to play Champions League football. So they could actually pip Tottenham. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, I've got Arsenal in that fourth spot. Chelsea as well, um, like you said. Uh, I don't think they've done enough in the transfer window. Yes, they uh, lose Lukaku, who didn't really do much last season. Bring in Sterling, who I quite like that acquisition, but... Mm. Um, they lose Rudiger, who was just a wall for them last year, uh, uh, last season. Sorry, uh, they lose Christensen, and they've tried to bring in an extra defender. They've failed with Kunde, who's gone to Barcelona. They've failed with uh, Nathan Ake, who's decided to stay at Man City. Uh, so yeah, it's it's clear that Tuchel's trying to add more pieces, and it's just not happening for them at the moment. So. I can see a little bit of a drop off there. And yes, I've got United at six as well. So um, I, I, I do think United will improve, um, but I just can't see them finishing above some of those teams. 
I just I've liked what I've seen from Arsenal. Jesus has had an absolutely unreal preseason. He's just been banging them in, and that could very much well be the signing of the season. Um, but we'll That's get to that a little bit later on. Um, I was going to say sorry, but with that, with all those those teams there. Centre halves, they, you know, centre backs, same as Spurs, Arsenal. They they just haven't. I know we've got Longley, Longley in there as well. Yeah, uh, from Barcelona, but I just don't think they've got their their first choice. I know we still got what mm. thirty days of the window left, right? Yeah. So they could could potentially get that Chelsea could still get that centre. Well, centre the thing is, well, everyone everything is literally bearing on or not bearing, but everything is relying on um, oh, midfielder Dion leaving Barcelona because if he doesn't leave yep. Barcelona yep. there's a whole lot of player transfers that come unwound yep. and become literally available in the market because Barcelona have signed them but cannot <laughs> sign them that's true they need yeah. a free so space there's, they? there's a lot of issues and to be honest with the rumours that United are going to be paying De Jong something like 400 a week yeah. and paying 85 million to release him that's stupidity because I don't think he's going to make that 85 million dollars worth of difference mm. But it's, it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of yep. cap and they're going to have to move him on for some fee if they are to sign these players. And if they can't, there's a lot of players available that are top quality. So it could, that could change the whole entire Premier League yep. straight away like that. And it's all on the back of Barcelona getting a bit greedy. They, they, they have been greedy. And just just on that, I think they're, they're playing a very high risk, high reward thing. We, we know about their financial issues and they're bringing in players. Um, they're bringing in a lot of players in this transfer window. So, um, yeah, we've gone off a little a little bit off topic, but, yeah, that's going to be an interesting watch this season. Good point, Mitch. And, um, yeah, and again, if De Jong does go to Manchester United, I think that makes a massive difference for them, for them too. But, boys, bottom three at the other end of the table, who do we have going out? Uh, I've got to say, I'll go with this one. Um, go with 19th and 20th. I've got Bournemouth and I've got Forest. Mm. Uh, Forest have bought a few players. Um, Bournemouth haven't really done anything this 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 summer transfer window. And I just I just don't think they've got the, the quality. On, on Bournemouth, they've lost eight players and only signed two. That's yeah. So that's your, that's your key indicator right there. And they haven't looked good in preseason. They lost to Bristol 1-0 the other day. <laughs> And they're, they're back in the championship, so yeah. that sums it up. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of struggle. Uh, but I'm going to go with Everton Ooh. for that. It's going to be tough. Monumental. It is. You know, yeah. I just they haven't replaced Richarlison. Yes, they've still got time, but yeah. he was a key player for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, just yeah. out there, my prediction anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Mitch? We agree on uh, Bournemouth. Yep. But I've got Leeds and Southampton. Southampton and the Premier League stalled. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just think Southampton are just they're there and thereabouts. I know every year they always find those draws. They get the odd win against someone they shouldn't because they just play that hard long ball style. But yeah, how long can it last for? Because we saw Burnley struggle and fall to it last year. Yeah. And if you said most people would say, "Oh, Burnley will be up. Burnley will stay up. They'll they'll finish bottom, but they'll yeah. they'll stay up." Yeah. Well, I reckon it could be Southampton's turn to drop down. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And, yeah, I agree with you guys with Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. Like you said, I think Forest have just not added um, enough Premier League experience. But Bournemouth, for me, will just finish dead last. Um, There's some interesting comments from um, Scott Parker a few days ago. Um, He said, we're six days out from the Premier League season and we're way short of where we need to be. Um, And they're just cold, hard facts. We barely have any defenders. And this is interesting. They've got just three senior centre-backs at Bournemouth at the club um, 
and one of them, Chris Mepham, um, he just started eight games for them last season in the championship. So, um, so they've essentially got two first choice centre backs, and their one injury away from absolutely capitulating. They've lost Gary Cahill, Nat Phillips uh, from Liverpool, who they had on loan, uh, Davis and Laird as well. So, Scotty Parker saying that right before the start of the season doesn't really give you much confidence no. as a player and as, as a, you know, as a yeah. fan base. Mm. So well, he's come out saying that, yeah, basically just rule him out. He's covering himself, isn't he? And, he is, and but it's going to come up later on, but might, yeah. have a, might be able to follow suit with that one. He's just covering himself. He's going to look, hey, this is happening and uh, it's, it's not on me. I'm going to exactly, wash my hands and walk exactly. away. He's, he's trying to get some transfers in before yeah, the window closes, obviously. Um, I have a bit, a bit of faith as well right before the start of the season. You've got to go in there. You can, like these teams that have come up, normally, sorry, maybe I'm going into it, into a bit, a bit of a rant, but normally they, you know, they've got the adrenaline going from from coming up from you that, know, that so last ten rounds. Huh? Yeah, that well, last ten rounds, but it should well, be last. Could, but it, of course, but it's, we're talking about his, the start of the that season. Should be in his That's pre-season. where he should be going. Right, we've got to oh, do it. One hundred percent. That should all should be in his preseason, where they lost one 0 to Bristol, who are down in the championship. Yeah, you should you should be running on a high going you're below it's us pre-season I know oh, it's pre-season you still who cares a team that just gets promoted will want to be beating a team below them yeah. they're in the yeah. league below them yeah of course Yeah, it's this thing you cannot go and look maybe he knows his players obviously you should hope he knows his players better than we do but maybe that's what his players can cop yeah. maybe that's how to get the best out of them is to yeah. challenge them and go you know what guys I don't expect anything of you I know you can't do it you're not good enough and then they're going to come and go hey Bit of reverse we'll psychology so maybe. <laughs> maybe probably not maybe, yeah. maybe he'll, he'll come on and play as well That'd be good. I just think there's an element of fear in what he's saying as well, too. Obviously, to get transfers in, but I think he's just scared of what's going to come. I think it could be a disastrous season for them. They were the they were the best defensive side in the championship last season, and now it's all gone. Yeah, their whole defense has been ripped apart. No one replaced, and the, I mean, yeah, that's the best part of their game. But um, anyway, yeah, moving on from the cherries, the last team I had going out was actually someone different to you guys. I've got Leeds. Yeah. Like Everton, they lose they lose their talisman in Rafinha, and Phillips, Phillips as well, absolutely. Yeah. Their cap, oh no, not massive. their captain, but yeah, massive um, piece of their team. So yeah, they're two outs, and who have they really replaced them with? I know they've brought in a couple of Americans. Yeah, it's the U.S. Uh, national team, isn't it? It is. It is, and I just yeah, I don't I can't see them really. I think Everton will struggle, and maybe even you've made a good case for Southampton, but I, I think it's just going to be a case of who sucks more, and I can't see Everton sucking more than Leeds this season, to be honest. Well, Leeds, Leeds I, I mean, I, I might not have said Leeds, but Leeds, Southampton, uh, Bournemouth are my bottom three. Yeah. So they are. So I, I agree with oh, you. Okay. And yeah. where Patrick Patrick Bamford, we saw the difference he makes when he's injured. Oh, sorry, when he's on the field, but he can't stay fit. Mm. Yeah. So That's if he goes out again, there's a true. lot of goals yeah. down the drain mm-hmm. and a lot of momentum. So I just I agree that they're not they're not staying up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so obviously we've all put uh, two of the promoted teams um, into the relegation zone. So that leaves Fulham. So that means we've all got Fulham as our highest finishing um, championship team. I've got Forest. Oh, you've got Forest. Forest yeah, sorry, my I bottom three are Leeds, Southampton, right. Bournemouth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think I think yeah. Forest are going to yeah, be sorry. the best performing. And look, obviously, if I've got the other two in there, but I actually think not mid-table, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if they push a little bit higher because of the fact that they're that small club, because it's yeah. 23 years yeah. out, because it's they've got nothing to literally – no one expects them to stay up. They've actually gone out and made uh, an impact in the market. Yes, we're not talking massive names, mm. but they've gone out and put an actual effort in to stay up. 
they've spent the money, which most clubs don't do in their first season up. Yeah. So I think that they will go out and actually chase wins. And it's that ground that it's a, it's a historic ground. Yeah. And the fans are going to be so happy to be back that that'll lift them up for that first 10, has that, that 10 game spell at the start of the year. Mm. And then, hey, if they need it at the end, you know that their fans are going to be right behind them to get them, make sure they stay up. Yep. So I just think for that reason, they will be the best performing, uh, you know, promoted team. Yeah, I am looking forward to having Forest back in the Premier League. They're obviously a club with a lot of history. And, um, yeah, that city ground is obviously um, one of the best uh, stadiums in terms of, I guess, the spiritual atmosphere of the place. So... Yeah, it's, it's a great addition to the Premier League, and I hope they do do well. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch. But Fulham, Al, do you have a case for Fulham being Well, I, I, as I said, I hope all of them stay up. It's good to see the, the newly promoted um, teams doing well. Um, I think Forrest, just going back to Forrest, I think they lost their, one of their best players in Jed Spence last year. Yeah. And I, I actually don't think he'll start that many games for Tottenham um, at right wing back or whatever. Mm. Uh, but he's good addition. Uh, but Fulham, going back to Fulham, I think they because they've kind of been there. Yes, they've gone down. Yeah, they've gone straight back up, pretty much. You know, they have. So yeah, they they got Mitrovic up front. We spoke about it last year. I yeah. think it's quality, right? He scored scoring goals pre in preseason and scoring goals in the championship. But we know he's failed when he's come to the big. He stage. hasn't. He hasn't failed though. He did score a few goals. He scored like ten. Yeah. In, in in his last season, he's, he's just if you can get the players around him, he's a good, he's a, you know, he's going to bang in a few goals, yeah. right, and which will keep keep him up. Yeah, and I think they'll do they'll, they'll do pretty well. And they were banging them in last season in the Champions League. Yeah. I think they scored 106 goals for the season. Mitrovic was obviously, um, yeah, the yeah. talisman uh, for them. And it's it's just it's going to come down to how much they learn from that first season. I, like you said, they've got the Premier League experience. Uh, you'd think they've learnt a lot from their mistakes in that first season. We remember how poor defensively they were in those first opening weeks. Yeah. Um, but then they kind of turned it around in the latter stages of the season and um, then absolutely blew the championship away last season. So it's going to come down to yeah, how much they learn from their mistakes. And, yeah, I think they should have enough experience to survive the season yeah. at least. Um but yeah, to, uh, speaking of teams lifting, um, who have we got as our surprise packet for this season? I'll go, Mitch, you can do that one. I was hoping you would do that one. <laughs> Depends what we want to define as a surprise. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. If, we, if we're talking on basis of the improvement from last year and going, holy, they're a lot better than I expected them to be. Yes, yeah. I think. As Man, bad Man as it sounds, How shit were they last year? <laughs> and if you're going to base off that, then I think there are every chance of actually coming out and being good. With, gonna, with, with Ronaldo? Or oh, I actually hope not, but that's a whole other story. And I'm sure we'll get yeah. to that. But if we're going to look at a season overall and then how they finish the year, I'm expecting Newcastle to be a lot more consistent and actually continue on that form that they started last year. Because if you look at it, they haven't gone and bought, oh, we've got a lot of money, we'll buy you, you, you. They've gone and bought sensibly. Yeah. And they've bought players to build on what they've got and not race ahead and go 20 miles in front of where they were planning to go, okay, what's the next step? What's the player that's going to help us, you know, put the next piece of, you know, the foundation down that we can then build on top of? Well, they've, they've just bid for, they've had a couple of rejections from Leicester for Madison. That's, that's Madison a smart well. signing. Very good. Very, very solid. Yeah. So, and this is what I mean, they're not going out and, like, yes, we can say he's, a, I wouldn't say he's, one wouldn't put him in the world-class bucket. Yeah. And if you look at the players that they can afford, they can chase anybody they want. Of course. So it's it's a smart building box signing. Mm. 
and that's what I think. I just think they'll be consistent. Obviously, I don't have them in my top six, but nothing would shock me if they're around that seven, eight. And they have the ability on their day to beat those sort of teams. We saw them put pressure on Liverpool and City, and they're only going to get better after a full preseason now, Goody Howe, yeah. and the way he wants to play. And he's actually got the players to play this time. Yeah. And he's got them from the start, whereas obviously he came in halfway through the year of Newcastle after, you know, had what, I think a week to train with them before they actually had their first match. Well, now he's had, you know, what we can call it eight, nine months with them now. Yeah. Now we can actually see what the system that is going to be. So, and obviously they were good towards the end of last year, but in terms of like, holy crap, these guys can play. Yeah. I think it'd be Newcastle. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Al? They should be up there, definitely. Well, I'm actually going to go for the two that I like West Ham, Wet Spam. They always look good. Did all right last year. I think they'll kick on, but I think the surprise one would like a Villa. Villa. I think Villa with Gerard. He's going to make them play a little bit. Mm. They've got Coutinho signing on yeah. permanently now, which is great. You know, they, they bought a few others like Diego Carlos from yeah. Sevilla, wasn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. And Bubaka Cam- Camara. Yeah, from Marseille. Yeah. So they've got they've they've done well, and yeah. uh, you know I, I just think they'll 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 be up there around mm. maybe the Euro- Europa League conference. Yeah. Around those places anyway, I think. Yeah. But I think Newcastle definitely will be. They've got that strength as well. Yeah, Newcastle obviously stacked up. And yeah, I've, I've gone with Aston Villa as well. Um, like you said, Stephen Gerrard's first full season in charge. Um, Coutinho signs on. You mentioned Carlos and Camera. But the one player I think that can really uh, help them take their game to the next levels is Leon Bailey. Yeah. Um, he obviously played for Bayer Leverkusen in the Bundesliga and he was one of their best players a couple of seasons ago. He was obviously injured last year, uh, a lot last season, and he comes in this season. And I think he can be, playing alongside Coutinho, he could be pivotal. And you could you saw him in pre-season this, uh, over the last few weeks. He's absolutely dominated. He takes their set pieces. He's been involved in a few goals, and I reckon it'll be huge for them. But, yeah, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, the team that will disappoint the most, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say well I know what Mitch is going to say you can have a guess <laughs> go on mate you go that's not you it's not you it's no? not you don't stress don't really? stress what, it's what a team you that you've already put us down as sixth I think that's a, a massive disappointment <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's not going to be anywhere near and look you have this team relegated so it's Everton and yeah. I know it's not a massive shot because I'll just continue on but they are my team that's teetering on the outside of Leeds and Southampton Yeah. so yeah. it wouldn't shock me if they were the ones to drop in and Southampton can stay up because as, as we've just the exact same points you've all covered mm. I, I don't see them and I know it's not a massive thing because hey they weren't great towards the end of last year yeah. but it's still a big club to go down that shouldn't go down Yeah. not after a full off season not after they should have been able to get things right no no they haven't signed players they haven't done this they haven't done that but it's still, they still mm. shouldn't be there they shouldn't, shouldn't be in this conversation so it will be like, no matter what they, they could start, they could have a, they could walk out with kids mm. and it would still be a shock to see that club yeah. go down yeah so I, that they're my pick just to absolutely go, go from worst. <laughs> just it would be drop. disappointing, put it that way. Even as a Liverpool fan, it would be sad to see Everton go. Because you just miss out on six points every year? Or? Uh, yes. They need that derby. Yeah, the derby. It's, it's good just, for the good I don't for know, It's a fixture for you pencil city. in every season. So As a win or? As a win and as <laughs> a game to watch. For even the neutrals, I think. But 
Not really. Not really. I can't you know the results, so there's no, there's no point. It's just, it's yeah, fair enough. It's become even more just. Yeah. Uh, Especially now that Divock Origi's gone, he used to love scoring against Everton. So he just likes scoring like goals. That's yeah, all it that's is. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yep. Uh, Al, who do you have? Well, I've, we we chatted to him about in, in, in you know in that top six. I think Chelsea sitting outside the top four in my prediction will be the biggest dis- disappointment. I just think they will, unless unless they buy yeah. a few players in this transfer window. Yeah, I have a I'm, feeling we're going to get some angry emails from Chelsea fans. I, I'm, <laughs> happy, I'm happy to take them as well. I just don't. I just don't. I think. I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, I might be wrong. I'm I'm mo- I'm normally wrong. So uh, <laughs> yeah. just cover your tracks. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I've got Leicester, and I thought they were a disappointment last season. And I'm actually surprised that Rogers kept his job uh, beyond last season as well. But yeah, I thought they were quite average, and they haven't improved their squad at all. I don't think they've made a signing yet. Um, and it came out this morning that, that they could be losing their captain, Kasper Schmeichel, um, on the eve of the season uh, to Nice. So um, nice. that means Danny Ward will be their number one keeper. And I don't think he's featured – oh, he's featured very uh, very rarely in preseason, uh, to be quite honest. And um, Fafana could be off to Chelsea. We mentioned they're looking for centre-back. So that, that's another big loss for them. Madison could be going to Newcastle still. And this is all happening – on the eve of the season. So, um, and I think Ricardo Pereira as well. Um, he obviously came back from a long-term injury um, a while ago, but he's apparently re-injured himself. So there's some key players out. Vardy's one year older. I just think they're going to drop off. I might need to take Dakar out of my fantasy team. Oh. That's that's well, thanks for that one. That's, <laughs> on another note, it's just oh well, yeah, it's a good no one. So you, you, you know, will they be safe from the drop? Obviously not in your top three, but will they be close to that? I think the drop zone. They could be. They could be. They could yeah. be the Everton of last season. Um, yeah. Just flying under the radar a bit. No one's really talking about him a lot. But if they do lose, <clears throat> I mean, Schmeichel's so important to them. I think he saves them a lot of points um, most seasons yeah. um, with, you know, the presence he is in goals. So to lose him is huge. And then Madison, we know how good he is. Mm. So, um, yeah, uh, it could be could be a very interesting uh fall off for the Foxes but um, on to some individual um, some individual predictions Golden Boot let's start with that who do we have I've got Son Son Sonny I've got him oh mate because I think he, I think I'm, okay. I'm actually banking on Harry Kane not to come back 100% fit from the World Cup because okay. I just don't think he, well he's going to have to play England yeah. should do well therefore he'll have to play a lot of minutes and go deep mm-hmm Therefore, Tottenham might look after him a bit when he comes back. Some will always score goals. Yeah. That's what we know. He's consistent. And if you think they're going to finish where they're going to finish, he's going to have to do a lot of that work. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Back to back for Sonny. You wouldn't mind that, Al. I wouldn't mind that at all. No, no <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm happy. I'm actually quite surprised with that. You're in shock. <laughs> Do you need a glass of water? You're just... You know, disappointment, sixth. He's not going to score many goals. You, know. <laughs> you can finish there, sixth and still, you know, it's all right. Can, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to go back to back to Harry Kane. Yeah. And they dropped it for a year. He'll, he'll take it back and go, he's not that one season wonder that people still think he is. Mm. Um, yeah. But Harry Kane, 
you let Sonny have a go last year and he'll, he'll, he'll keep it back and he'll win the, the World Cup on, gold. They're taking well. on turns, just uh, you <laughs> yeah. can have this year. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that'll be good for the next five years. Yeah. I'm being quite, um, you know. I love, I, just, I love how positive you are. Next, yeah. We're going to come back on Tuesday and you're going to be like, so oh, we're, we're last. Uh, yeah. We're going to get relegated. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm going Harland, to be honest. I'm not buying into that preseason hype that he's a flop. And I, I hate all these very early predictions. No. It's just rubbish. I just want to enjoy watching <laughs> Harland in the Premier League. I want to enjoy watching Nunes. But I think City just creates so many chances and good, good uh, chances as well. Mm. And... Um, he's not going to have anyone there to take his spot. Jesus is gone. Sterling's gone. That spot's his. And he doesn't have to go to the World Cup, so I think he's going to stay yep. fresh until the end of the season. And um, I just see him scoring a ton load of goals. So, um, and Salah as well. Like I think he'll still be up there, but I think he'll be sharing the load more with Nunes there now. So D- Depends how many penalties you get, right? Very true. Very true. A, lot of, a lot of, you know, the games are being refed like they were last year. So yeah. <laughs> Bit well, of AR. That's it. That's it. At least we're getting the ball into the box enough time. So, <laughs> all right, boys. Player of the season. Who's your player of the season? Well, that's where I've got Alan too. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I'm not talking. I've got a smoky, but it's not a Premier League, but it's a surprise package and someone that's going to deliver a little bit. My smoky for that is someone that go, oh wow, is Pereira, um, ex United now Fulham. Yes. I yes. like him a lot. I think he has a lot a lot about his game and the way he plays and I'm hoping he actually gets some solid minutes obviously but I think he can really turn it on and make United go hmm we should have kept you and I just think he can have that Conor Gallagher effect um, in terms of just actually going mm-hmm. proving you're not wanting to prove United wrong and he's at a club where all he's got to do is just play play consistent yeah. and the fans will love him Yeah, he doesn't have to do you know he doesn't have to score every game get an assist every game he's just got to play with heart which is all we saw from Gallagher and yes he scored the goals and got the assist too yeah be play with heart every single game, and that's what I think Pereira will do. And I think he'll get a lot of love this year if he does that. Yeah. But it's it's Halan's going to be the player of the season. Yeah. Do you have Pereira in your fantasy team? I'm not going to give everything away, but I'd be silly not to. <laughs> yes. He's four four point five. It's a bargain. Yeah, it is a bargain. I'm with you on that actually. Um, Al. Yeah, it's quite buried there. Your answers. Oh, consistent. You know? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've got them in the bank from last year at the house. That's fine. So I've got to go because you know Liverpool will be up there. City will be up there. I've got yep. to be you know Liverpool my title prediction. So I've got to go for a Liverpool player. And I'm yep. going to go for that Nunez. Yes. Bang. Yes. You two even, even though this before, even though he's not my top goal scorer, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to share it with Harry Kane. Oh, no, you guys have gone the same route. Harland not being top scorer, but getting. But doesn't, the you, don't need to, you don't need to score twenty, you know, twenty five goals mm. to be player of the season. You and, and, and you're very right about what you're saying in terms of he is going to be the outlet for City. But how often do we see, even when City had a main main striker, De Bruyne still racked up what ten goals last year? Yeah. Yep. Like Phillips can hit from range. Rodri, we know, can hit from range. Yeah. I've got Consuelo and Walker who, like, Consuelo's going to play higher up the field again this year. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the City do share goals, but not in the way that I think that will take too much away from Haaland, but not enough to get him the boot. But he will score. Like, I've always said that they need that out-and-out out nine to get on the end of things. Well, they've got it. Yeah. But I still think they share goals so much from weird players and weird positions mm-hmm. that he's going to score a shit ton, but I just don't think he'll have yeah. enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, fair enough. It's not just, uh, enough as Son, right? Son's going to get you. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. Or Harry Kane. Who are going to share? <laughs> you, look, either way, you'd be over the moon. So that's yeah, all that matters. I'm, I'm very happy. We're just trying to get your confidence up leading into the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, last couple of questions, boys. Signing of the season. There's been a fair few of them so far in the in the summer over in England and Europe. Um, but yeah, who's going to be the one that's going to top the lot? Hmm. Who wants to go first? I can go first if you, you want. You go first. You tell, us, right. tell, us, tell us about the Liverpool player you picked. No, I've gone, yeah. I've gone again, a Tottenham player, Ivan Perisic. Free, free transfer, 34 years old, is he? He's 34. Um, Just turned 34. Is he playing with his uh, Zimmer frame or...? What's that? He's playing with his walking frame or just... Oh, well, like Ronaldo. Jokes. Yeah, we had this conversation about him, day. But he's yeah. actually got... Ronaldo was a forward. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. And he didn't do anything. He's actually got to run up and back. Yeah, he's pretty good at that. I think with Perisic, he's playing wing back, wing back, and we know how advanced those wing backs can get. Um, I think he's just going to be involved in a lot of goals, um, providing to Son and Kane. Uh, I think he'll score a lot. He's got that ability. We've seen it with Croatia, Inter Milan. He was an integral part to that championship winning team. And Conte brings him in for a reason. And I, I watched, I actually watched the um, the Tottenham game the other day, their preseason match, the one they lost 1-0. But I saw how many times uh, Perisic got into the box um, when the ball was on the other end coming in for a cross. He was in the penalty area. He was pretty much playing a central strike and roll. So he's going to just, yeah, he's going to be up on that side of the field a lot. So I could just, for, for free as well, like he didn't pay a cent for him. He could be a massive addition to Tottenham. I think I agree with that as well. And he's not, he's retired from the national team as well, I think. So, it's like one of those World things Cup. where you get mutually fired. No, because he's not good enough. <laughs> well, he, he was brilliant in the World Cup last year, last, last time around. Yeah. Uh, scored against England, I think. Um, knocked them out. In fact, I don't like him. No, he's no good <laughs> he signing. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> Great signing for us, for us for sure. Yeah, uh, but I think the science is very, very hard to predict. I think I'll tell you what. Ajax getting Steven Bergvain is a great is a great signing for them. I think he's quality. There, yeah. yeah, and he'll do very well in the World Cup. And I think that one, you know, one to bite us in the in the bum. Um, <laughs> But apologies. Uh, my sign in the season, I'm still going around who, who I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to go for Gabriel Jesus. Oh, yes. <laughs> you are full of surprises today. That is a big, big that's a, call. That's big, it's a not even big a big, big call because he's quality. It's I'm, more just I'm your kind of nervous. I'm that. nervous. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I am too, to be honest. Him playing with freedom is scary. Yeah. Because he knows he's got, well, he doesn't know he's got it safe, but he's, his spot's safe. Mm. Yeah. He scored for City. Yeah. And again, we spoke about the fact that they didn't use him as an out-and-out out nine. Now he's going to be used as an out-and-out. Out. All your job is to score. Yeah, that's all. Don't don't drop back into the midfield. Don't you know create opportunity for other players. If it's there for you, you hit it. Yeah, yeah. and we've seen in preseason what it's doing. It's scary. I, I think he's got a few of the top clubs sweating, like Liverpool and City, especially have spent a lot of money on Nunes and Haaland. And I think Jesus could easily be the best of the lot. Um, and I. Don't know why. I know Haaland is Haaland, but Jesus, give him the freedom, like you said, Mitch, and look what he's doing in pre-season. It could just be pre-season form. You've got you've got to believe in Pep as well. I mean, Arsenal being City's feeder club right now. Yes. Sinchenko going as well. Sinchenko, yeah. You know, I think there was a bit of panic signings for panic buying from a lot of 
lot of mm. clubs. I think they looked at Tottenham and said, you know, we bought those six players pretty quick. Mm. Everyone just went, oh, quick, we've got to buy someone. We've got to hit the market. We've got yeah. to get in there. Yeah. Uh, but I think they, yeah, quite a couple of good signings there. Jesus. Yeah. I'm a little, little scared of, scared mm. of that. Yeah. What's going to happen? No, absolutely. I am too. And they've got that feel about them, Arsenal. Uh, just while we're on the topic, they, they kind of remind me, I'm going to bring up Liverpool again, but they remind me of Liverpool 2017 when they, they, they formed that front line of Mane, Firmino and Salah. Now they've got Saka, Martinelli, Jesus, and even Odegaard. Like, yeah, um, and Odegaard. That's, and he's a, he's a, Odegaard could be a good shout for a player to turn it on this year as well, oh, yeah. to be honest, because we know, that, we know the quality he's got. Is it, is he's he the captain. He's captain of club now. Jeez. He's like 20... Ooh, I know they've, they've, he's, yeah, young, he's, he's young yeah he's pretty young but they've, Arteta's gone and changed that but that's, but that's interesting to, for him to sweep those changes because I mean he's yeah. been, he knows what it's like to be out in that field yeah. so whatever he sees in Odegaard must be yeah. that's got to be scary actually as well it's a young fast youthful fresh uh, front line it is but we're talking about front line it all starts from defence and I think these teams just don't have the quality they might not. They just don't have the quality to start to. Well, to but they'll be a fun watch. In, interesting, score a few interestingly, goals, interestingly, you say that because my signing is Martinez, yeah. who fixes the defensive issues of United. Man, this one's interesting. Isn't he like five foot six or something, and he's a central defender? Yeah, he can play both. I think, but that, the well. issue is, is it takes what it might actually yeah. do is allow Slabhead Maguire <laughs> to do what he did at Leicester and actually just worry about the ball that goes over the top. Yeah. And he'll become that sweeping role, and you'll have him in front, just Slap going, yeah. moving side to side, head. controlling the uh, controlling the ball and moving it because yeah. that's what they need. They need actually someone to take the pressure off him. Yeah. He because, is a ball playing centre back. Yeah, yeah. Maguire's not, never was, but you've come to United. That's what you've actually got to do. And he went, I can't do this. Yeah, I, this isn't my game. <laughs> so, I think we all knew that when he arrived. Oh, we all, we all knew that yeah. real quick too. Yeah, but I think that is going to relieve a lot of pressure off him, and I think United will be better for it. Yeah. I think you'll see the fullbacks that were in question so much, and don't get me wrong, they're not fantastic, but they're only in question because of the positioning that and the positioning of Maguire and the positions that he put the defensive line in. Yeah. So it, that changes dramatically, and you'll see De Gea might have a little bit more faith in playing out of the back, which yeah. will take a lot of pressure off the midfield than having to drop in. And we might actually be able to see Fred McTominay because you can assume we're going to play with two sixes because neither, neither of them are good enough to be a sole six. Um, you can assume that that'll change the way they play as well. Yeah, and yeah. it might bring everyone else into the game a little bit more, especially if Ronaldo doesn't play. Yeah, and you'll, you'll bring—I was going to say—bring Ronaldo off the bench. You know what? As ridiculous minutes. as it sounds, that's probably his best role for United because in the way that they played in preseason, yeah, say what you want, they've actually pressed. Yeah, they've actually won the ball high up. They can press because the players are, are able to, and they look good. And you know what? If United, if, if United have Ronaldo coming off the bench for the last 15, 20 minutes, and you just say go and score, go and work. Every defense and every defend every defender should be worried, and they would be for right reasons. Because if he it's if he's only got twenty minutes to cause mayhem, he's got twenty minutes in the bank every day. He's yeah. not he's not not going to stay though, is he? I, I, honestly, I hope not. He wants to go and win a champions like win more Champions League goals or whatever. Yeah. So we we'll go to a minnow club who's got an easy draw or has a few things and cop a few goals, which is no no disrespect. He's not the right to do whatever he wants in that you know space. Mm-hmm. But for the best thing for United, it's him not being there. Or it's him actually putting his hand up and going, I'll nurture, I'll sit off the bench and mm-hmm. let's move move on without me. These these kind of superstars never do that though, do they? No, God no. He'll soak us up for every, you know, yeah. millions of dollars and he'll probably get an extra year and then walk away for free to another club, same as Pogba would. So yeah. 
you know, they're, they're in it for their image. Signing of the season. For Juventus, probably. You watch. He'll, 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 he'll be brilliant. He'll take the piss. He'll over there. Yeah, because again, he'll be able to play with freedom. They'll have a six and he'll just be, go and do whatever you want. And he plays at his own pace as well. Hmm. I was going to the pace yeah. over there is a little bit subdued. Jimmy's not going to like that. But, um, Really, Malian, that's fine. <laughs> um, actually, just on the topic of Maguire just winding mm. back, were you one of the people at the MCG that booed him? Wasn't there. Oh, okay. I was one of the people that watched him at Amy Park going, go. <laughs> why would I pay whatever it was, like 80 bucks on a level four when I can just walk down to a certain ground and there, watch the training session live and just <laughs> tell you what, he's a big human. And I did not realise that. Like, oh, yeah. he's huge. Don't call him Slubhead for nothing. No, no. But do you know what did impress me in the training? was Varane. Like he is just, he He's oozes class. class, and it's just everything he was doing just seemed so effortless. I'm like, I wish I had, wish we got you like five, six years earlier. So, so what was your rating out of out of ten for United's preseason? You probably did all right. Consider like from what we had last year to where we are now, a lot of just it's complete complete opposites, polar opposites in terms of there was actually a game plan. Mm-hmm. Players were in the right position. The way they wanted to press was consistent and accurate and everything was just correct like mm. you could tell that there was a plan and it was done properly and the best part was they conceded against uh, victory and Ten Hag smashed them on that didn't care about the performance didn't care that they scored the goals to come back and win you conceded that, that, that's ridiculous and that's 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 what <laughs> against you got victory no but it doesn't matter well, we didn't concede against them and they played their best oh no sorry oh, no, we didn't. hang on you put. hang on let's talk about this for the last 20 minutes you put on your first team and it was our kids last 20 and you, minutes and did you concede with your first team on we, we did because you we did. Just and did you attack? And it was our so and you got caught first. on the counter by seventeen-year-olds. Yes or no? Pre-season. Yeah, pre-season. Yeah, pre-season. But, but hang on, you still conceded. Can I just make this clear? Do, do you remember <laughs> these things? We won a trophy in pre-season. You, you won two, didn't you? Don't take it away. We won the Audi Cup. We won the Water Toll Cup against Rangers at Ibrox. It's a trophy. It is. Does that count for anything? No, God no. It doesn't. No, but hang on. I'm not saying counts for anything. What I'm saying is you can't take away. You know, just because. Both teams played kids at certain stages. They were very good at, in that game, United. They did, I'll they, give you the credit. Away was, from who they were against. That was your second um, pre-season game. Yes, correct. And by the time uh, the Liverpool senior team came on in the 70th minute or whatever, when the scores were 3-0, mm. um, that was their first 20 minutes of pre-season, yep. whereas United have already had a, a game under their No, and, and we wouldn't expect professional athletes to be able to come out and do their job. But, I agree. Take it. It's the only one you're going to have against Liverpool this season. So I'll let you. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I am we'll scared. We'll come back to that. <laughs> I, I'm not scared of Ten Hag, but I think he's the right signing for United. And it might not come together fully this season, but um, I think he's the right man for the job mm. to get them back where they belong. Yeah, it, I, I think it say. has to come together this season. It's United. There's You've got to so say something. No, yeah, but I think, I think we something. will see a, a massive improvement from what it yeah. was last year. And that yeah. doesn't have to be finishing. I don't care what people say. That doesn't mean you have to finish in the top four. Yeah. Because I hate to break it to you. We didn't even deserve to finish in the top. What did we finish? Top six? Seven? You got six. You got Europe, six. didn't you? So that doesn't even, as far as Just I'm concerned, six. we don't. all we've got to do is almost I think it's going to be a different race this year. It'll be closer. Mm-hmm. So necessarily finishing in that fifth and sixth position will mean more than it did last year. Yeah. I think a lot of teams are a lot better than they were last year. I don't think it's True. going to be, you know, I, I, we all still have City and Liverpool in their own league, but I think everything, I think it is a lot tighter still. Yeah. It's not going to be that 10, 15 point gap that we saw last year. We hope not. God, I hope we not. We hope not. 
Well, I can get a lot of I think I'll get a lot close. of sleep. Again, yeah, like a World Cup factor. I think it'll be very close. But we've gone a little bit off topic here from the signing of the season. But um, just to finish off, boys, it's going to end on a bit of a sour note. But who will be the first manager to be sacked uh, for the season? It happens every season. It's inevitable, unfortunately. Um, who's going to be I the think first? We can all do this in unison, can't we? Initials SP. No. 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 Have you gone now? SP Scott Parker. Yeah. Is that who? Yes. Okay. Scott Bob, sure. because of what you were saying before. No, mm. I'm going to Thomas Stuckel. I'm Ooh, actually going to put it out there that for Chelsea. That is But then we're definitely okay, just going to put it out there. If you're going to sack Thomas Stuckel, yeah. who the hell do you get to replace him right now? Because if you're going to sack a big manager, you've got to get a big replacement. Pochettino is available. Yes. Okay. Well, that not be that ridiculous. Um, Sad to say, but it probably would. I mean, would he go? He probably would go to Chelsea. The I don't first think he'd go one to, to go. So you, the first one to go is usually within the first, I think, six six weeks. Six weeks yeah, six weeks. Okay, but well, no, I think it's. A, I think they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. Okay, but I, I like that. I like that bold. Ambitious. Really it's bold. Just, it is bold. Um, ambitious. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a. I, I don't mind that shout. I tell you what, they start the season with Everton too, and if they were to lose that, which they did last well, season, that's a lot of pressure straight away. They don't have anyone in in defence. Oh, I mean, they've got Tula Bali and Thiago, Thiago Silva. Silva. Okay. So how old's Thiago Silva? We're talking about Perisic. He's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, but he does have the A frame, and he's got the Walker, so he's fine. It's yeah. So being a top, you're going to be in that yeah. top four. They've got it. They've, to be honest with you, they've got what Everton that we spoke about being their bogey last year. And then they're straight into Tottenham. It's not a fun if they if they went and then they've got leads so realistically they'll they should win two out of three yeah and let's ignore that they'll lose the Tottenham game if they were to lose two out if they were to do the opposite way and lose two out of three yeah. and only beat Leeds we never beat be Chelsea <laughs> well how are you gonna finish in the top four <laughs> we did last year didn't we we did. lost two, two twice against Chelsea. <laughs> Twice against you boys as well, remember? <laughs> yeah, but hang on. Mitch, we spoke about that. That doesn't count for anything. <laughs> um, all right, Mitch, who do you have? Scott Who's Parker. It? Oh, Scott Parker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. You already mentioned that. Yeah. Scott Parker. I just, yeah. yeah, I think they'll yeah, cool. they'll lose their first few games and then yeah. he's already come out and smashed the club. The border won't take exception to that and go, we don't like the yeah. way he ended. He has put himself in an uh, interesting position, Scott Parker, to start the season. Yeah. Um, I've got Brendan Rodgers. I already mentioned that yeah. Leicester are going to drop off, and I was surprised he survived last season, to be honest, but I think he'll be the first to go. Yeah, interesting be, that one. Yes, yeah, very interesting. All right, boys, in, in terms of predictions, I think we've covered all bases and most teams. Um, but I guess looking forward to the weekend, uh, do we have a game that we're keeping our eye on? The most. I'll start West Ham City. Yes. Oh, that's going to be to what? Well, well, that's the one I had. As well. Okay, okay, we'll take that if that's the one. You know, you don't have to lie on this podcast. I'm going to lie. So you, you keep going. You, you tell your story of why it's the best. I just think it'll be tough. Mm. Tough banana skin. Uh, City don't yeah. normally don't start season. They did. That's mm. true. They lost the Spurs last. They did yeah. one nil. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we went on a, a run of four games. Yes. Yeah. Manager of the season. Manager. Of, manager yeah, of the sorry. manager of the month. <laughs> manager of the month. And that just shows how quickly things can change. Obviously, okay. with Nuno, with Spirito Santo. Uh, yeah. But that's that's in the past. But I think West Ham. Wet spam, as you like them, as <laughs> I like to call them. They will. Uh, I think they'll. They might get a win there. Yes, and that was a very good game late last season as well. Mm. Was at the Olympic Stadium, three all was it or two all, three all? 
City yeah. came back in the end. They did, did. Did they steal him? It was or did a they no, it was, draw. it was a draw. I remember Two. because that kept us in the title race. It took it to the last gave you game of the season. Yes, it did. And I have not it was a filler game. Filler game at the end of the season. Oh, don't even bring it up. Don't bring it. I'm don't still recovering. Reason. Like you said, the six week off season wasn't enough to get over that, and I'm not. I don't think I'm ready for more heartbreak. So, it's just become my favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, good, good shout for the West Ham City game. You said you're going to go I, that game too, but for opposite reasons, I think Halam is obviously poor against Liverpool, and he'll flip it and have a bit of fun. Could be interesting. And actually, in terms of Haaland having fun, they've got Bournemouth at the Etihad in the second week of the season. And yeah, that could get ugly. Big, strong defender, a big, strong striker against um, no defenders. Not even, I wouldn't even, I mean, by Scott Parker's word, not even a championship quality defence. So that's going to be interesting. So that's like playing in the Bundesliga, isn't it? Just <laughs> the Serie A. I can say that now that Jimmy's not here. But anyway, <laughs> I've got... Um, I've got full of Liverpool only because it's the early fixture. Because it's the Liverpool fixture. Don't justify it with all this because it's the early fixture. Early fixture, 9.30pm. I love it. I love this time of the season. And it's a kickoff. It's the start of the season. No, uh, Arsenal's playing Saturday. Oh, they play. Against Crystal Palace. Oh, not Friday morning. Saturday morning. Friday night. Um, They did that last year, I think, as well. They kicked off on a Friday night. Um, But I was saying to you before the podcast... I wouldn't write off Fulham to get a result here because Liverpool's, um, their their record at Craven Cottage isn't the best and they did lose there last time they played there. So, And we know how uh, promoted teams can perform in the first week of the season. They can get up and about, especially when they're at home. So, so have you captained Mitrovic this week in your... Yeah. No, Patrick. I don't have him in my team, actually. <laughs> um, I bet he scores, though. I've got no, Salah as well. Yeah, so do I, actually. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just looking forward. 9.30 fixed up. Beautiful. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, all right, so I think that just about wraps up the episode. Uh, the first one for the 2022-23 season. Plenty to look forward to, as we uh, just mentioned. And don't forget, you can follow all the Premier League action as well as the other major leagues across uh, Europe and also uh, the Major League Soccer as well in the APL Live app. So don't bother looking anywhere else, but be bothered joining us again next week when we unpack all the action from a jam-packed weekend. So see you all then.